Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Rock the Boat. Uh, before we start, just wanted to let you know that we have an amazing quiz online that will help you choose the best cruise line for you. If you're not sure, if you think you're a bit more of a Virgin Voyagers, an NCL, Celebrity or P&O kind of cruiser, so just click on the link in the show notes below, take the quiz, it only takes a couple of seconds, and one of our team will be in touch to help you find the best cruise for you. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I was very lucky enough to be invited to go and sail on board the wonderful Disney Dream by Disney uh, Parks UK. Uh, so thank you very much to them. Uh, I've recently just got off and I want to tell you all about my experience. So um, this was one of the UK uh, sailings. This was going out of Southampton and it was a seven night cruise. And we went to Zabruge, went to Copenhagen, Oslo and Stavanger. Stavanger is uh, where you go to the Norwegian view. So I'll quickly tell you about some of the ports. Now, getting on that Southampton is really easy if you are based in the UK. Um, if you're based within sort of a couple of hours drive away, then you just drive down on the day. If you're a bit further away, then you might want to spend a night in Southampton or close by beforehand. But I was coming from London, uh, so I took the National Express down. It took two hours to get there, and then I went straight to the, the terminal and got pretty much straight onto the ship as well and she is a beautiful ship i sailed with the disney magic um last year i was going around the uk that was some of the that was the ship that a lot of people had done during the staycations uh a few years ago as well so it was great to go onto a different ship now the disney magic was the original ship and the disney dream is a bit bigger and a bit newer as well so uh, whilst um a lot of things are in the same or similar kind of places this one just looked a lot bigger and had a bit more sort of style and substance to it as well so i really really enjoyed getting on board um so i said nice and easy when you got to southampton all you just did was disney sent out your luggage labels well in advance you just put them onto your luggage you go through passport control go through the boarding pick up your key to the world card that's your room card and also your charge back card as well and then you get onto the ship now if you've never been on a disney cruise before one of the things that you do when you first get on board is they obviously scan you in like on any other kind of cruise. You arrive on the Disney Dream straight into the atrium and someone is going to announce you. So you get to be announced. So it is a bit weird. Uh, if you've never been on before, uh, it can be a bit daunting as well as they're announcing to everyone in the atrium. Please welcome on board. Um, but it is kind of like it sets you up to be part of this uh, amazing cruise. Uh, it is feel like you're sort of part of the whole Disney experience. Now, uh, we set sail straight away for Zabruge. Uh, Zabruge is in Belgium, and from here you can go to uh, Bruges itself, or you can go to Brussels. Um, Disney call the shore excursions Port Adventures, uh, and you can book these uh, on the app um, so many days in advance, depending on what your level uh, is. So if you're a castaway member, then you can book a bit kind of further in advance. Um, they do tend to be a bit more expensive than like a local equivalent, but they have the guarantee that uh, they will get you back in time and the ship will not sail without you. Um, whereas, for example, if you did another one, um, you, you always run the risk, but a lot of them nowadays have uh, this um, cruise connection insurance as well. So what they do is they then get you on, on the next port. So went to Zabruge. Um, I didn't actually get off here because uh, I'd actually recently been to Zabruge quite recently before and i wanted to explore the ship so i went for lunch i went to the royal palace uh for lunch was a table service restaurant oh absolutely amazing uh i had an impossible burger um with just 
amazing cheese on top and super set of fries. It's brilliant. Uh, I could have got something up from Cabana's, which is the buffet upstairs, but uh, it was really nice to have it uh, delivered to you uh, on the plate um, and having the waiting stuff around you in a beautiful uh, restaurant as well. So, uh, uh, from the Bruges, we had a day at sea and then we went to Copenhagen. Copenhagen is a really nice place. Uh, it's where you got the, if you look on my social media, uh, it's where you've got the, the coloured buildings. So brightly coloured buildings down by the canal uh, takes you out to the um, uh, by the sea. Really nice place, a very friendly place as well. So uh, we went on a port excursion, uh, port adventure that Disney uh, organised for us. So we went on that. We had a wonderful guide and she was saying it's all about the history of Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Um, and then we had a bit of free time to wander around, get some lunch before heading back to the ship. Some of my friends went to go uh, to Tivoli Gardens, which is one of the inspirations for the original Disneyland. Uh, so you can kind of see why a lot would want to go to there. But I just think it's unfortunately. Uh, and then we went to Oslo. Oslo is a really nice, uh, again, sort of chilled out kind of place. And I went to Stavanger. Stavanger is where you go to for the Norwegian Fjord. Um, so a lot of people uh, pre-did uh, excursions uh, to go off actually into the Fjord itself as opposed to being into the town of Stavanger. Uh, we didn't actually dock in Stavanger. We docked a little bit further away, about a 20-minute uh, bus ride into uh, Stavanger, but Disney laid those on, and they were all complimentary. So, quickly tell you a little bit about my stateroom. So, I was lucky enough to be given a veranda stateroom. So, a veranda is a posh word for a balcony. Um, really, really nice. Uh, so, as you go in, uh, you've got the split bathroom. So, what we mean by split is the toilet, and there's a sink in one, and then you've got the shower, bath, uh, it's very small buff, more for kids, um, and the uh, uh, and another sink and another, which means that someone can be brushing their teeth, washed during the shower. Uh, it's a nice way of sort of splitting up, so it's not all in one room. Also means that after you come out of the shower and the 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 mirrors are all misted and steamed up, uh, it means that you can actually go and uh, brush your teeth and do your makeup and that kind of stuff without the mirror being all messed up as well as so you can do it in the other one. Uh, you've got a nice big wardrobe so you can hang all your clothes in it. It's a safe and you've got your life jackets in there as well. Uh, you come in and then you've got the uh, the big double bed. And now these are really raised up the floor. You you got you come in and you think, why is it so high? It's because it gives you that extra space to be able to put all your luggage underneath. So you can put your luggage underneath um, uh, in, the, uh, in your cabin, in your stateroom. Pull it underneath and you never have to see it again once you've unpacked it. Okay, uh, this is what I really love about this is very simple is there's a privacy curtain between the main bed and the sofa bed. So the sofa bed, basically, you've got a normal sofa during the day and then you can turn that into a bed in the evening. Your stateroom host will do it all for you. Uh, just need to let them know you want it made up and they get everything ready uh, for you. Okay, so what I really love about that is, again, if you've got kids, you can put them in one section, you can be in another and if you've got the lights on, that kind of stuff, it's not going to disturb anyone. So um, the person I was sharing with, uh, if I wanted to read in bed, that's fine because we can just draw the curtains. Great. Of course, we have a veranda, which meant that we could sit out. We could uh, enjoy the views as we were sitting in and out of pools and just sit there and watch the world go by. Now, Disney is very generous, actually. They don't do uh, alcohol packages, per se. They do a wine package that you can have with your dinner. But they don't do one that you can kind of get around the ship, uh, unlike pretty much all the other cruise lines apart from Virgin. 
Uh, what they do do is they let you bring on board two bottles of wine uh, and up to uh, or six cans or bottles of beer per person per port. So obviously you've got to be over uh, 18 or 21 depending on uh, which cruise you're on. Um, so what that means is that we sat there and had a couple of bottles of wine or um, uh, always in the fridge and we could sit there on the veranda drinking our own wine, watching the world go by before going out and going to enjoy the rest of the ship. So that's a really great selling point, I kind of think, really great unique point that you get with Disney. So I've mentioned my stateroom host before. So the stateroom host will come in uh, generally sort of two or three times per day. And what they're going to do is they're going to clean uh, down, I think, remake your bed. Uh, and what a lot of people love is that you um, get a towel animal every night and some chocolates on your bed before you go to sleep as well. So uh, fantastic. I'm not sure about having sh- sugar just before going to sleep, uh, but it really is kind of like a nice little touch. Um, if you want to have room service, they'll probably be the ones that can bring it to you. Uh, and they're there that if you have any questions, you can just ask them straight away and they'll sort out everything for you. Okay. Um, restaurants. Now, dining is a massive part of any cruise. And it, of course, it's exactly the same uh, when you sell with Disney as well. So with Disney, they have a slightly unique um, twist on things. So they have uh, rotational dining. So this is the three main dining restaurants. So on this one, we had Royal Palace which was uh, centered in the uh, just off the atrium. Really nicely done restaurant. Uh, we ate in here um, a couple of times. We also had um, um, uh, lunch in here a couple of times as well. It, as you can tell, it's roll theme. So you're going to see lots of like decor with the princesses on. They've got an amazing chandelier uh, right in the middle, which has got the glass slippers from Cinderella as well. So on your first night, you're going to meet your, uh, your hosts, your waiting staff. And they're going to come over to you, introduce them. We had Roland, um, who was from India, and he'd been working for Disney for, I think he said, 10 years. Um, really, really lovely guy. Um, and basically, he will tell you all about the food. You've got any allergies, sort that out. So we had someone in our in our group who was um, um, celiac, so couldn't have any gluten, couldn't even like have a crumb of gluten. So Roland made sure that absolutely everything was, was great for her, and she didn't have any uh, gluten. Uh, a waiter and like that okay you then also have your drink server as well so uh what they do is they, they take your drinks orders so you can have all this all the soft drinks are included in the restaurants so uh, they get to know what you like and i always had a coke zero or a sprite uh, with it now this is where you can buy the wine packages so you can buy like a three a four or a five night one and basically what it does is um, once you get past, this, uh, um, it's, it's cheaper to buy it like that, and then you can sort of choose which ones you want. Uh, but if you don't finish that bottle of wine, so for example, if you had a bottle of red um, and you don't finish it that night, what you can then do is you can then the, then put a cork in it and then you have it the next day. So it's a great way of saving a bit of money, but also means that you don't have to worry about uh, sort of buying wine and that kind of stuff. It's all done for you. Now, what throws some people is the actual amount of courses you get. So you get your bread on the table. It's always a different kind of bread uh, with uh, with butter and then different sort of spreads or pastes uh, to go onto the bread. Then you have your starter, but then you also have a soup or salad uh, course as well. So you can end up with four courses. Now, you can have as many as you like. I looked at the starters sometimes and went, actually, I want to have two starters and not have the soup course. You don't have to have any of, the, any of this as well. 
of course or a couple of times actually i wanted to have i want to have the soup i want to have this stuff but can you also do you, know, you can have as much as you like if you want to try every single starter just ask and they will bring you out every single starter and for exactly the same for the mains as well so you're always going to have some kind of vegetarian option a vegan option you're always going to have probably it's like a beef or a chicken pork and a fish option as well so everyone's kind of catered to and they also do the lighter menu as well so lighter doesn't necessarily mean that it's smaller plates it means that there's less uh, intense flavor in it so there's always going to be for example a steak on there now the steak that you might get as the main meal might have lots of seasoning and lots of uh, things like ginger that kind of stuff to sort of enhance the flavor now if you don't particularly like that kind of stuff and you want something a bit plain and simple take the lighter options much much uh, uh you know there's less seasoning that kind of stuff on it you can obviously add salt and pepper to it uh, later on but if you just fancy seeing a bit more plain if you have a bit of a fussy eater this is a wonderful way of doing that and then you get around to uh, probably my favorite course and that's the desserts and the desserts are amazing on board and again you can have as many as you like so there was a couple of nights where i had uh, two desserts um just because they were really amazing and for what i don't want to just try uh, one i want to try uh, a couple of them as well there is a secret menu because of uh, where the kitchens are. If you see something that's on the uh, the room service menu, you can actually order that as well. If it's not available if for that particular night. So, for example, the Mickey bar, the ice creams, uh, those are available in all the table service restaurants. Um, personally, because you can get those um, uh, on room service, I probably wouldn't bother having one of those. I would have one of the one or two of the desserts because you can have those Mickey bars whenever you like. Now, considering that a Mickey bar, for example, in Disneyland Paris costs four euros fifty, uh, if you have a couple of those, you, you start to see where you, where you, your value is starting to add up. I said the soft drinks are included um, when you when you go on um, into the restaurants, into cabanas, and up on the top deck. Um, there's also the drinks fountains as well they are not included in the bars so if you do go to a bar it's not included okay so you will pay for a soft drink and also for gratuities on top of that as well so we were very lucky um, to be able to go despite the fact that none of us were kids or had kids with us we were lucky because they do open houses so we got to go and experience and try out all the kids clubs and they are amazing if you think that your kid is not going to enjoy kids clubs, they haven't been on a Disney cruise before. They take take from um, two months old babies, but from three to 17 years old, there are some amazing things to do. So from three until 11 years old, they have the Oceaneer Club and the Oceaneer Lab. And these are amazing spaces in the Oceaneer Club. They have a section that looks like you're in the Millennium Falcon. They have an Andy's uh, uh, room so you can go and play like you're a toy in, pl in Toy Story um, there is uh, a, a, an area where you can go and make goo and that kind of stuff there's always so much going on in the Oceaneer lab um, there which you can like drive a virtual boat plenty of things really amazing uh, just check on the app and it tells you all the opening times of what they're actually going to be doing uh, as sometimes um, the friends uh, Pluto, uh, Stitch, those kind of characters will come down and actually spend some time um, in there as well. And actually play. Uh, we got to make Space Goo with Stitch. So 
it's not like just meeting a character. You actually get to interact and play with the character and make space good. I mean, isn't that a pretty amazing, isn't it? Um, from uh, 11 to 14 years old, they can go to Edge, and Edge is actually built into one of the funnels. So they have this amazing view overlooking the ship. Really great. They have a brilliant area uh, that, again, they can do tons of things, or they can just chill out and relax with their new friends as well. It is not a forced, you need to do this kind of uh, kids club. They can just go there and chill out, watch movies, make new friends, uh, and just kind of be basically away from you. This is great. The kids clubs are open really late as well. So it means that if you want to go and have a couple of drinks in the bar, they can you put the kids in the kids club and go away we saw loads of parents doing this uh, and the half the time the kids didn't want to actually leave even though it was cool. <laughs> it was closing for nearly midnight so it's trying to get them to come out of that for the older kids we went and had a look around vibe and vibe is from 14 to 17 years old i wish i was a 16 year old because this was the amazing space that a foosball table it was really fun it was like being in a nightclub uh they also have their own sun deck as well so they have their own uh, plunge pool out the front with sun lounges so if all they want to do is just put some headphones in and chill out and relax and get away from you they can come and do that down in vibe if they want to kind of make new friends and just chat that kind of stuff great they do have organized activities but a lot of the time the kids will kind of like just do their own kind of thing so it's a place for them to go out and hang out as opposed to necessarily do the kind of things that sort of the younger kids do but there are uh, activities for them to do so if you've got kids don't worry they will be perfectly happy in fact dragging them out is going to be the problem but they probably will want to come out to come and see some of the shows so on board the disney dream there are three west end style shows so the first one we saw was the golden mickeys and this is basically like an award show uh he is giving out the golden mickeys um and then it's a, a good excuse to basically go through different um disney characters and songs that kind of stuff so that was quite a nice one and then you had a proper uh, an hour and 15 minutes long uh, version of Beauty and the Beast. It was absolutely amazing. What if you, the, the Beast transformation at the end, brilliant. These are proper Broadway singers that are on board. This is not your local theatre troupe trying to pull it on. Uh, the effects were amazing. Brilliant story as well. Obviously, you, it's Beauty and the Beast. It's going to be an amazing story and great singing. Uh, my favorite one was Disney Believe, and this is about uh, a scientist um, who um, is trying to grow a flower for a uh, gardening competition. Um, and it's his daughter's birthday, but he's basically ignoring her and going, oh, I'm really sorry, I can't because I've got to do all this work. He then rubs uh, uh, a magic watering can and the genie pops out, a bit different to the lamp. Uh, and grants him uh, uh, three wishes. He accidentally makes a wish. And then you go through, and it's about him trying to discover what magic is. And it, again, absolutely breathtaking as a story. Absolutely amazing um, singing and dancing. I've seen a lot of Disney shows, and this is probably one of the best ones I've ever seen. Make sure you get there at least 15 minutes early, probably 20 minutes beforehand. Now, what happens is if you were on the early dining, there will be a show after your dinner to go and watch. If you were on the late dining, you can go and watch it beforehand. So a lot of the show started at 6.30 or 6.15. That will give you enough time to then go and uh, get ready afterwards and then go for dinner at 
during the day you can go and hang out around the swimming pools uh, so up on the top deck uh, you've got the pools and you've also got the aqueduct uh, slide as well this is a water roller coaster um, which I really really enjoyed apart from the because uh, we had quite good weather so it was quite warm outside but the water inside the uh, the, the aqueduct is freezing cold uh, and you go with these uh, plastic uh, perspex tubes so you can actually sort of see out and then uh, uh, you, you kind of go around a bit of the ship and then splash down but yeah, it'll be cold uh, <laughs> uh, the swimming pools uh, weren't, weren't so bad, but the, um, uh, the the aqueduct was uh, a bit cold, as I said. Uh, there are two adult-only swimming pools, so you've got the one next to Cove Cafe. We loved going into that one. That also has like a little uh, spa pool, jacuzzi pool next to it as well. And then up on the top deck, you've got Satellite Falls, which is like a round uh, swimming pool, and it's got a fountain kind of in the middle, so you can sit there and kind of get wet but it's great because you don't have the noise of the kids being around as well when you're in the main pools you also got the big funnel visions that's the big tv so you know you can sit there watch a disney film whilst the kids go in the pool or you can do that you can watch a disney film from the swimming pool because you want to cut to anywhere else can you characters of course are one of the biggest reasons that anyone goes on to a disney cruise uh, characters are in lots and lots of different places You'll have the, the times on the app that tell you when to go and meet the characters. We've met Mickey and Minnie, uh, Pluto, Donald a couple of times, some of the princesses. So we met Ariel, Tiana. Compared to how long you'd wait in a Disney park to go and meet these characters, you're looking at sort of like a 15-minute wait sometimes. Compare that to an hour or so maybe in a Disney park. Great way. And you had so much interaction. There are also characters that are randomly wandering around. So... We bumped into Chip and Dale randomly walking around. And then you'll also see them in the uh, in the shows as well. So you have the shows that are up on the deck. So like the pool parties. Uh, and then you also got them in the actual shows as well. So I hope that's whetted your appetite a little bit uh, for sailing on the Disney Dream. Disney Dream is sailing again in 2024 from the UK. And there are some amazing itineraries. There's some free and four-night itineraries. It's a great way of testing it out and seeing if you like a cruise. But likewise, if you've been to Disneyland Paris or Walt Disney World, you want a little bit of a change and a different way to do Disney, I would 100% recommend doing that. Please use the links in the show notes below to get in touch, and one of our team will be able to help you live your Disney dream aboard the Disney dream. Thank you very much, and have a great day. Hi there, and thank you very much for downloading this episode of the Rock the Boat podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you want to keep up to date with the latest goings on and the latest offers and news within the cruise industry, all you need to do is just join our newsletter. It's free and it's not spam whatsoever at all. We're never going to sell your details on to anyone else. To sign up, just go to rocktheboat.travel slash newsletter. That's rocktheboat, all one word, dot travel slash newsletter. Or really easy, just click on the link in the show notes below. Thank you very much and on with the show.